Goodbye University. Okay, so welcome to Goodbye University to the first call in this new call series, Boost Your Money Vibe, where today we will be talking about the number one reason why your money situation is currently as it is and what to do to change it. Um, my name is Penilla Masson and I am a law of attraction coach and teacher specializing in teaching how to manifest more money by deliberately applying the principles of the law of attraction. And you can find me on www.lawofattractionsavvy.com and law of attraction savvy is in one word. And online we also have Maria and Jeanette. Do you want to say hello? Hello. Hello everyone. Hello. <laughs> I've been looking so much forward to starting this call series, but maybe I should just briefly explain the explain the reason or the background for for this call series. Um, a couple of months ago, I think it was in October, I did a GVU call on how to get unstuck if you feel stuck with your money. And uh, on that call, I shared my own personal story and I shared what had helped me improve my money situation. But in the weeks after this call, I realized there was actually more to it than what I had shared on the call. Because I suddenly realized there was also a lot of minor everyday situations uh, that I was not hand or that I that I was, was now handling differently than I had done before, and um, I hadn't really been aware of this, but I could see how this was influencing my money situation in a uh, positive way. So I had this feeling that um, this is important. This makes a difference. Um, this is even fairly easy to implement once you know it. It doesn't take up extra time because you do what you're already doing, but you do it in a different way. And the more you practice it, the more fun it gets. So it not only does it help you um, manifest more money, but it also helps you have more fun. And uh, I really wish I had known this sooner. For instance, the first three years where I tried to manifest more money with very little success. <laughs> Um, and also, I think this is not easily found in books or, or blogs or, or anywhere. At least, I don't remember seeing this. So, actually, most of these everyday helpful practices, I don't even know the origin of. I probably picked them up along the way from other law of attraction teachers, from books, um, from articles. Um, and I must have done it more or less unconsciously. And... Um, I probably further developed some of them, or maybe I even invented some of them myself. I don't know. But anyway, I wanted to share this with others. So first I considered doing a follow-up call to share these additional practices, and I even talked to you about it, Jeanette. But finally, I realized that what I really wanted was to make this into a whole new call series. So I'm very excited about this. This I've been really looking forward to this. <laughs> So, and there will be one call every month, um, and each call will be 30 minutes. And today's call is a bit different because it's mainly for laying the foundation and for making sure that we are on the same page. And the following calls will each um, treat one specific situation or one specific area of uh, our everyday life where money is involved and where some changes, maybe even some minor changes, will make a huge difference over time. So, any questions so far before I proceed to today's topic? 
uh, just a comment. I love the 30-minute format. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so do I. I'm also I'm doing um, uh, coaching sessions, 30-minute uh, coaching sessions, and I love them. Um, and I love preparing for this 30-minute call. So um, who knows? This might be the new trend. <laughs> cool. Okay, so um, I want you to think about your money situation for a moment. And um, I know you, um, Jeanette and Maria, you are maybe not typical for this, but um, there will probably be some people listening to the recording of this call um, who are experiencing a lot of challenges money-wise. Um, but when you think of your money situation, I guess it is probably pretty stable. It may be stable in an unwanted way, in an unsatisfactory way, but still I expect it is stable. And you have probably noticed how your money situation always kind of reverts to the same situation, um, no matter what happens. It's as if whenever something positive happens money-wise, then soon after it is sort of counterbalanced by something negative. Um, do you agree from yourself or from your clients? Absolutely. Hmm. I guess you have also noticed that the opposite is true as well, that uh, whenever something negative happens, then soon after something more positive happens, again, to sort of counterbalance the situation. Is that true as well? I got to I got to interrupt and say I'm looking for the document that Maria's got. No, I, I was making a joke. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, she there's a box document sharing, and I've been trying to access something there. Okay, I get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll be more focused now. <laughs> Glad I asked. <laughs> Actually, this um, <laughs> this just offers um, the possibility of document sharing, <laughs> but I haven't used it. <laughs> I'm clear uh, now. On the same page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a normal expression, isn't it? <laughs> to be on the same page doesn't that mean to have the same um, perspective or see things in the same oh, yeah, way? Or, I was just a slow one here today. Don't mind me. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I wrote down some, um, I just jotted down some words before the call, and one of them was, I wanted to have fun, and another one was, but I wanted to have fun. <laughs> Adding to the fun. <laughs> yep. Instant manifestation. <laughs> no, okay. Um, back to this stable money situation. Um, in December, I made more money for my business than I've ever done before. And I was very excited because this was something that I had intentionally been wanting. So it was a very satisfying manifestation. However, in the same month, Hubby made less money than he usually does. I think that's pretty interesting, isn't it? So this balance was um, maintained. <laughs> so 
So whether you like your current money situation or not, it is pretty stable. And the reason why it is this is because your money situation is a direct reflection of your so-called default money vibe. And you may know, know this expression already, uh, but called something different. Some people call it money set point or money blueprint, money mindset. And I think there are other expressions as well. I don't know if you know any. Mm, I think you covered them, yeah. Okay. Um, and they all mean more or less the same um, as I see it. They mean the sum of your thoughts, words, beliefs, expectations, habits, and feelings about money and money-related situations. And this, is, this includes every time you say something to someone about money or about anything involving money in some way or other. It also includes every time you do something, every time you do something in a certain way or abstain from doing something because of money. And it also includes every time you think about anything that in any way involves money, which is pretty much a lot of time every day, I think. <laughs> and all of this money-related thinking, talking and doing results in feelings around money and the sum of all this is your default money vibe. So your default money vibe is the overall money attracting frequency that you're vibrating at right now. And it's probably also the overall money attracting frequency that you have been vibrating at for years. And this is what you automatically revert back to if you're not deliberately focusing your energy differently. And I'm pretty convinced this is why so many lottery winners revert to the former financial situation in a few years, because even a huge amount of money will not change your situation over time unless you adjust your default money vibe as well. And they probably don't teach lottery winners that yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So when you change your thoughts, your words, your beliefs, etc. about money, then your money vibe will change accordingly. And when that happens, then your money situation will automatically change accordingly too. Both if this is in a positive way or in a negative way. So when you change your thoughts in a positive direction, your money situation will improve. And when you change your thoughts in a negative direction, your money situation will become even worse. <laughs> um, and, well, I think that we deliberate creators often um, try to change our thoughts, um, for instance, by prayer and journaling, using affirmations or something like that, <clears throat> which helps. And if you do this long enough to create a new habit out of it, then your default money vibe will change and then your money situation will change as well and become stable at a new level. So you could say you create a new normal. But what very, hap what, what very often happens is that we stop doing this new practice before it turns into a new habit. And then we automatically revert back to what we habitually did before, which means that our default money vibe is still the same and therefore our money situation is still the same. And then we 
are confused and don't and frustrated and don't understand why things didn't change. <laughs> well, the situation can't change because our money situation is a direct reflection of our default money vibe. And if we don't change our default money vibe, our money situation simply can't change. Does that make sense? It does. Anyone wants to? It's also, um, Pernilla, uh, attached or correlated to how much um, significance we put on the, the money, and in, when we're actually focused on it so much, usually in that way, it's more rooted in lack. Obviously, if we're just like not liking or it's not enough, so that a not enough vibe, in a sense, is what is also bringing to us the whole not enough money. Yeah, as I see it, everything. Whether it's um, not enough or it's enough or it's more, whatever it is, it all sums up to constituting this default money vibe. And then it does take some focused attention and some some focused uh, effort to to change that. And I think we can change it in a lot of ways. But as I see it, it's not one thing in particular, it's the sum of it. At least that's how I see it today. What do you say, Jeanette? You know, this, I was saying in chat room, this topic is near and dear to my heart lately because I realized um, I am officially, <laughs> I've been at a set point for a while, so I am very much interested in getting very deliberate about raising my own. Hmm. Yeah, and you like agree Maria's that you have a set point, and you have to deliberately do something to raise it, right? Yeah, it's not go. It's not. It's not going anywhere by itself. Apparently, We've, there's enough evidence to show it. I love Maria's question in chat room. Does there have to be effort, or can it be effortless? Hmm. I think it could be very effortless. <laughs> um, but it has to be deliberate. I think. I really think it doesn't happen by by itself, as as Jeanette just said. Um, I've experienced it recently because I managed to raise my or improve my money situation from not being able to to pay my bills most months to to um, to a situation where all my bills um, are paid every month. And the first month I was. Um, ecstatic <laughs> and the next month I was thrilled and the fourth month I was feeling really good about it and a couple of months after I began um, feeling bored and I realized hey nothing is happening now all bills are getting paid every month and nothing else is changing and that's when I realized that I had reached a new set point or default money vibe um, and things would not change um, in any direction unless I changed um, what I offered vibrationally again. So I did uh, over some months and then my money situation improved, improved accordingly. So I, there's no doubt in my mind how this works because I've seen it. So what was your process? Um, my process was to 
be more positive to I, I did a lot of different things. I um I used my imagination a lot in um in more in more fun ways and um I started telling more positive stories about money. I yeah, I think I did a lot of different things. Um but I shifted my, my attention um in various aspects. Yeah. Any other comments? Um, and this is Julie. Can I ask a question? Yes, of course. Hello, Julie. <laughs> Hello. Um, I'm just trying to feel, and I feel the difference, and I've definitely experienced it, but it's it's subtle to me. Kind of what the what is the how do you differentiate deliberate, like something that's deliberate, deliberate with being effortless. I know there's an ease there, but it seems like there's there's still anytime something's deliberate, there is still some kind of a. I'm just trying to feel my way through this. So if you if you could just give me like a specific kind of example or anybody, <laughs> kind of what that looks like. Um, well, Does I can give you an example. Sense? Yeah, I can give you an example because one of the things I've been doing is um, something I'm going to cover in, in one of the next calls. I've been um, playing with my bank account. Um, so where before I would, I realized I was, before I checked my bank account, I would um, fear how little money was in it. So I started playing with it. So every time now that I'm checking my bank account, I um, imagine that someone just deposited $10,000 or that there will be this huge amount or this small amount, but this amount that I don't know where it comes from. And it's making me laugh every time. Mm -hmm. It's not taking effort, but it is deliberate. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's just like I said. It seems like kind of a fine, a fine distinction. But I'm, I'm feeling it definitely. I'll just have to kind of play with it in my own head. <laughs> yes, of course. This, this will be different from, from you know, from person to person, and um, it is kind of a, a balance or a dance. Or um, I think it's about being more playful. But being it yeah. deliberately. Okay. Okay. Let's see if, okay. if I cover it. Yeah, let's see if I cover it more, and, and otherwise you can ask again, okay? Okay, thanks. Cool. Okay, so as I see it, our money situation has nothing to do with what happens around us unless we make it have um, uh, influence. Our money situation has only to do with one thing, and that is our default money vibration, which again is the sum of what we think, say, do, expect, etc. money-wise. So the number one reason why your money situation is currently as it is, is your default money vibe. Okay then, so what do we do to change our money situation? Well, the only way to change our money situation in a lasting way, in my opinion at least, is by changing our default money vibration. And um, 
I think this is the reason why our financial situation simply cannot change for the better as long as we give all our attention to our current unwanted reality. Because what we give our attention to is is paramount. Um, remember that um, when we talk about the law of attraction, we often say that what what you give your attention to, you get more of whether you want it or not. And what it means to give your attention to is to think, to talk, to do, to expect, to observe, which is all the ingredients that constitute uh, our default money vibe. So, um, so I have an interesting question for you, actually. <laughs> um, what do you give your attention to when it comes to money? Let's say on an average day, how much of your attention money-wise do you give to not having enough money and how much do you give to having enough money in percent? Ask that question again. <laughs> On an average day, how much of your attention do you give to not having enough money and how much of your attention do you give to having enough money in percent? How much in percent to each? Yeah, I think that's a great question. <laughs> you know, and some I mean, of my coaching clients immediately answer that they give 100% to not enough money. Oh, wow. Wow. So well, that, that, you know, it's no surprise that they have a very unsatisfying money situation. And unless they change that, they cannot get more money. Yeah? I give attention to having plenty of money, but but the attention that it gets, is where is I think that's what's creating it. Like I haven't had I haven't had growth in my income for a while. So even though it's plenty and when I when I'm spending money I know there's plenty it still there's a very strong awareness of of how much um well I don't know what it is cuz I don't I don't dial in on not enough. But I am but I do feel irritation about my money situation. <laughs> yeah, and, and your situation, you know, your your set point may be different in that it that you are never not having enough, but you are you're not having <laughs> more than enough, or you're not there's, having there's as much as is. you want there's right plenty. now. Yeah, hmm? there's plenty, but it's not growing. Again, so if I you wanted I, to I grow, mean, someone, yeah, yeah, the, the, the question for you could be, yeah, and or how much of your attention do you give to growing your money and how much to not growing? You know, my attention goes to probably wanting to grow it more than growing it. So it's still mm -hmm. on lack in that sense. Yeah. So if you shift some of it, some of it to growing, <laughs> it will probably... Grown. Change your situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and I'm I'm thinking about mine, and and I was trying to think of it in terms of percentages, and couldn't really get a grasp of that. But then I but then I just thought about the fact that I always have enough money. I mm. always have enough money, and I where the glitch is for me is that. Um, because I where it comes from is so erratic and inconsistent um, that I'm aware of 
you know, being at a very, very, really comparatively speaking to many, many people, a very low set point. Um, so trying, trying to, and so it's kind of interesting to me because the fact of the matter is I always have enough money. <laughs> mm. um, so trying to kind of, you know, work on that glitchy part is interesting. You know, moving beyond that set point of always having enough money, but damn, I'd like to have, there's other things I'd like to do that I would need more money for. So, um, I think you could, so you could each, yeah, each of you, you can, you can rephrase the question, but yeah, I mean, I think the essence of it, yeah. The, the, the essence, essence of it for me is, is very set pointy, definitely. Mm. But, um, but my, when I look at my reality, my, my day to day existence is I always have enough money. I think that's cool. <laughs> so, Pernilla, what are your steps to raising, like, the, the set point? Like, you know, you mentioned about a set point, a default set point. What are you yep. recommending in terms of the steps for that? I'll come to that in, in just a second. Um, uh, I'll first, what I'll first say is that to change your money situation, you must change this distribution of Whatever you're giving your attention to now, um, in terms of where you want to go and and where you are not already, <clears throat> however this distribution is, uh, it's also reflecting. It's reflected in your current money situation. So if you want to change that to improve that situation, then I think you must change this distribution and give more of your attention to the situation that you're wanting. <clears throat> and um, so how do you change your default money vibe? Well, you do that by changing your thoughts, beliefs, expectations, habits, and feelings around money, or put in a different way, but meaning the same, by changing what you give your attention to on a daily basis when it comes to money. And my experience is that we're probably, probably doing this a whole lot more than we are aware of, because so much of what we're doing, of what we're experiencing, is somehow related to money. And as I see it, the two most important ways to change your thoughts and habits and attention all of this are by using your imagination and by being much more playful around money. Um, <clears throat> using your imagination in different ways, <clears throat> you can of course use um, some of those money games that exist or any manifesting technique that feels good to you. However, sorry, um, they, in my opinion, all those manifesting techniques tend to be pretty time-consuming, and I'm probably not the only one who finds it difficult to consistently keep doing the same thing long enough and regularly enough to create a new habit. But unless we do that, we cannot change our default money vibe, and therefore we cannot change our money situation. Um, however, there are other situations where we are already using our imagination on a regular basis. And I realized this only a few months ago and it made me laugh because I used to tell myself that, 
oh, it's kind of difficult for me to use my imagination because I don't have a very vivid imagination. But I think, now I think that is total bullshit, pardon my language, because what I realized was that I was already using my imagination a lot. And many of you are probably doing the same, but only we do it in a negative way. Because it may not be you you on the call right now, but if you're listening to this uh, recording, then uh, maybe you're one of those. Because every time we worry about money, we're using our imagination, right? We are imagining something in the future that has not yet happened. But unfortunately, we are using our imagination in the direction of what we don't want, which is actually pretty stupid. And I think if we spend as much time using our imagination in a positive way, then we probably wouldn't experience any lack at all. And um, But why are we finding it so easy to worry? I think it's because our reality feels so real, because that is what we were trained to do, and that is what everyone else is doing, and that is what the news is constantly reminding us to do. So we have become experts in using our imagination in a negative way. So what I suggest is that you start, maybe very slowly, with doing what you're already doing, but doing it in the opposite way. So next time you find yourself once again worrying about money or feeling frustrated about money in some way, then just spend one or two minutes using your imagination in a positive way. And if you find it difficult, you can begin with, wouldn't it be nice if? And in the beginning, it will probably feel awkward. But if you keep on doing it anyway, then at some point, it will feel less awkward and more easy and more comfortable. And then you can increase your deliberate opposite imagination to five minutes at a time. And notice that you're not doing anything extra this way. You're just doing something you already did in another way. And this is something I've realized that I'm doing a lot. I, I didn't really realize it, but this is actually, I'm not worrying about money anymore. I'm having fun with imagining money. Anyone want to comment on this? Yeah, you're probably not just imagining it, though, because you have some money that is already in your real life, so you're not relying strictly on imagination for having a good experience with money, right? No, but some of the ways I have been imagining have been pretty um, not what I have been experienced before I started imagining it. Got it. But we will all do this differently, and we will do it in a way that feels good. I think to me, I think the important thing is to start doing it. I got to say, I agree with you, Pranilla. I'm thinking about how much energy, you know, I'm. I'm not one who's going to get excited about doing a bunch of manifesting exercises. However, when I think about how much energy we exert into just by paying attention to what is, that's a lot of investment of energy in maintaining the status quo. Mm -hmm. If we were investing that energy a little differently, you know, like you do, imagining it differently or speaking about it differently or however, if we use that same energy and just directed it differently, then it wouldn't be any more any more work than we're already doing to just maintain what already is. But it will make a hell of a difference. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a better way for me to think about it rather than, oh, because I really resonated with Maria's comment in chat room earlier when she said, 
um, does does it have does there have to be effort? Because mm. I thought, well, I'm all for easy, um, but but like you said, you know, until this gets some deliberate attention from us, nothing's going to change. So if I just recognize it's already getting attention from me, and if I just become more deliberate about how I point it, then it isn't any more work than I'm already doing to create what I've got. Mm. Exactly. Then it doesn't feel like so much of an effort, does it? You know what? Let's face it. I think for most people, even if it was effort, they'd be up for it if it would be if it would change something. Probably. Probably. But that's also why I suggested you only start, you know, with maybe one or two minutes at a time, so that it is as easy as possible. But that you start, <laughs> you start a new process. And I think that's important. And the other thing I think is important is to be much more playful around money. Yes, I, I, I see a tendency that we are very serious about money, especially when we don't um, think we have enough money. And I think that it's important to have more fun with money. And again, it will have to start in your imagination because everything starts in your imagination, imagination right? And then... Afterwards, you can start having fun with money also in, in practice. And um, when we have fun, we are less attached, we have less resistance, and that means we are more allowing, which again makes it easier for more money to enter our life. And what I intend with this call series is to offer suggestions for everyday situations where you can be more playful and use your imagination more. So next time, for instance, we will be talking about how you can be more playful with your bills, so that, you, so that you can get fewer bills and or more money to pay your bills. And I've done it myself, so I know it it can work. <laughs> and I know we are over our time, but do you have any questions or comments? Nope, just looking forward to the rest of the series. Thank you, Pranilla. <laughs> I have just a few things I wanted to say before I, I, I wrap up. Um, Thank you very much, Pranilla. <laughs> You're welcome. Remember to ask, because many of us tend to forget to ask, and don't don't just ask for more money, because then when you find a coin on the street, you universe will have delivered, but that was not what you meant. So, be more specific and include how you want to feel. And before you ask, then make up your mind about what money change you really want. Do you want to manifest a certain amount of money, and will that be satisfying? That's what I tried for several years, and my experience was that it actually wasn't satisfying because manifesting a certain amount of money does not change your default money vibe, and therefore it does not um, change your experienced money situation. Or do you want to change your stable money situation to a more satisfying stable money situation? And what does that mean to you? How does that feel? How does that look? And how big a jump are you ready for? Do you want your money situation to change dramatically in one fell swoop, or do you want it to happen gradually over time? I take it very gradually because that feels better to me. But again, you must make up your own mind about what it is that you want. And also, it's important to take 100% responsibility for your current money situation. Because the only reason your money situation is as it is right now is because of you and your money vibe. And I know it, it can hurt a lot to admit this, um, but there's no 
reason to start blaming yourself because you probably you did your best and you didn't know what you were doing. But by taking 100% responsibility, you also give yourself 100% influence and 100% power to change your money situation. And that is very cool, I think. So be patient and gentle with yourself. It takes time to change habits, but it's worth the effort. So anyone wants to add anything? Nope. Thanks, okay. <laughs> so Bye, just everyone. to start. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for being on the call or listening to the recording. Bye, everyone.